What's up, guys? It's Brittany, and welcome to One Hot Mess. All right, guys, today we're going to be talking about 10 ways to make up and to get someone to talk to you again. So let's get started, shall we? Okay, so the first thing you should do is give them space initially. When someone stops talking to you, yeah, it's tempting to try and fix things right away, but sometimes the best thing that you can do is just step back, give them some room. And this is especially true if emotions are high, just like when you're super frustrated and you just need a moment to cool off. They probably do too, you know? And this space allows both of you to calm down and think things through without the pressure of an immediate response. So giving them space doesn't mean you're giving up. It's more about showing that you respect their need for time and it's recognizing that everyone handles conflict differently and some people need solitude to process their thoughts and feelings. And while you're waiting, focus on yourself. Reflect on what happened and how you can approach things differently when you do start talking again. And... Number two, apologize, guys. If you did something wrong, just suck it up and apologize. An apology can be a powerful tool if you're at fault. The key is to make sure it's genuine. It's not just about saying the words, but understanding why what you did was hurtful. So take responsibility for your actions without making excuses. This kind of honesty, it shows maturity and that you truly value the relationship when apologizing. Be direct and to the point. Long, drawn-out apologies can sometimes lose their sincerity. It's not about over-explaining or justifying your actions, but just about acknowledging the impact of your behavior. A heartfelt apology can make, well, it can open the door to healing and show the other person that you're willing to make amends. Number three, respect their decision, whatever it may be. Ultimately, you have to be prepared to respect the other person's decision, even if it's not the outcome that you would hope for. And they might need more time or they might choose not to rekindle the relationship. And while this can be hard to accept, respecting their decision is crucial. It's a sign of maturity and shows that you truly value their feelings. If they decide not to reconnect, then try to take it as a learning experience. It's an opportunity to grow and understand more about 
how you relate to others. It doesn't mean you failed. It just means this particular relationship wasn't meant to continue in its previous form. And remember, every relationship teaches us something valuable. And this experience can help you in future interactions and relationships. Number four is reach out casually. So once some time has passed and you feel that it's right, reach out with a light and casual message. Maybe comment on something that you're both interested in or share a funny meme. This kind of approach is non-threatening and it shows that you're thinking of them without the pressure of diving into heavy topics. And it's a way to remind them of the positive and fun aspects of your relationship and keep this initial contact lighthearted and easy. You're not trying to solve all the issues in one go. It's more about reestablishing a line of communication and showing that you're still there. And if they respond, great. If not, give them more time. It's all about baby steps. And if communication isn't your strong point, you may be interested in some tips and tricks that, you know, you can find online, you can find anywhere. It's very easy. And yeah, just get some advice on how to try to fix things. I literally use Google for everything. I would die without Google, guys. Okay, moving on. Number five, show them you've changed or understood. So if the reason they stopped talking to you was due to a disagreement or a mistake that you made, use the time apart to work on yourself. Reflect on what happened. Um, think about how you can prevent it in the future. This might mean working on your communication skills, being more empathetic, or handling disagreements differently. And when you eventually start talking again, let your actions speak for your change. You don't have to make a big show of it. Often, it's just the small things that count, like being more attentive listening better or handling disagreements calmly and showing that you've changed is much more powerful than just saying it. As they say, you know, actions speak louder than words. Number six is invite them to a neutral activity. So inviting the person to a neutral, low-stress activity it can be a good way to break the ice. So choose something casual and non-committal like grabbing coffee, going for a walk, or attending a group event. The idea is to create a situation that feels comfortable and pressure-free. And it should be about enjoying the activity, not necessarily about having a deep conversation. 
This approach can help ease any tension and remind both of you why you enjoyed each other's company in the first place. And when you're together, focus on the activity, keep the conversation light, avoid diving into the issues that caused silence right away. This is about rebuilding trust and comfort with each other and activities that involve a shared interest are great because they naturally generate conversation topics and they take the focus off of the the awkwardness and remember the goal here is to rekindle your connection gently not to force a reconciliation Number eight, nope, so sorry, number seven, getting ahead of myself there. Acknowledge their feelings. So when you get the chance to talk again, it's important to acknowledge and validate their feelings. Start by expressing that you understand why they needed space and that you respect their feelings. This shows empathy and consideration for their perspective It's not about agreeing or disagreeing with their reasons. It's about acknowledging their right to feel that way. And this can help diffuse any tension and pave the way for open communication. So be genuine in your approach. If you're unsure what to say, Uh, Well, something as simple as I can see why you feel that way and I'm sorry for my part in it. That can be very effective. It's also a good time to express your feelings, but do it without placing blame. So using I statements like I felt rather than you made me feel can help the conversation from becoming defensive. Okay. Number eight is keep your emotions in check. So it's very important to manage your expectations about how quickly and smoothly the process of reconnecting will go. I mean, yes, you might hope that one good conversation or hangout will fix everything, but it often takes more time rebuilding a relationship, especially if trust was broken. It's usually a gradual process, so be prepared for a slow build rather than an instant return to how things used to be. Also, be ready for the possibility that the relationship might not fully return to its previous state, and that's okay. People change, and sometimes relationships do too. What's important is that You're trying and you're showing that you care, even if things don't go back to exactly how they were. There's value in learning from the experience and growing as a person. So keeping an open mind and be willing to accept whatever outcome feels right for the both of you. Number nine is reflect on your own behavior. So taking some time to reflect on your own behavior and how it may have contributed 
to the situation is important. And this isn't about beating yourself up. It's about understanding the dynamics of your relationship. Ask yourself if there were things you could have done differently and how your actions or words might have been perceived. Self-reflection, it helps you grow and prevent similar issues in the future. When you've had some time to think about it and if appropriate, share these reflections with the person. This shows them that you're not just expecting them to change or make amends. It demonstrates that you're also willing to work on yourself and the relationship. Sharing your reflections can open a dialogue and might encourage them to share their perspective also. Number 10 is use non-confrontational language. So when you do start talking again, pay attention to the language you use. Avoid confrontational language as it can put the other person on the defensive. Instead, use language that expresses how you feel and what you need without blaming them. Phrases like I feel or I noticed are less likely to provoke a defensive response than you always or you never. And this approach shows that you're trying to understand and reconcile, not argue or prove a point. It creates a safer space to open communication. Remember that the goal is to rebuild your connection, not to win an argument. A respectful and understanding tone, it can make all the difference in how your words are received. Okay. Well, that's it, guys. That would be it. So there you go. I hope you guys enjoyed today's little episode. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Please make sure to hit that follow button. And I will talk to you guys later. Have a beautiful day.